recording. Becky says hi, by the way. Hi, Becky. He says hi, Becky. She's going to the store. Oh, <laughs> be safe. Be safe out there, honey. It's a jungle. Thank <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the jungle. All right. All right. Okay, we are recording. I should go ahead and start then, huh? Sure, let's do that. Hello and welcome to It Came from the Living Horror of Zombie Beach. <laughs> <laughs> and, and other podcasts. <laughs> At some point, we're probably going to have to start using those as the retro episodes because we're going to run out of the ours. Well, we just keep repeating ourselves. I mean, we do, <laughs> we do that anyway, so it works out well. But uh, I don't think uh, I don't think people will care. They, they don't. Well, uh, I'll, okay, I'm, I'm going to cut all this out, but I, I have a kind of a, a morbid plan. Oh, well, what to do tell you I'm, know, I'm, I'm all about morbid planning. <laughs> well, I'm going to go and uh, in all this extra free time I seem to have, um, go into all our retro episodes and put a new beginning and ending on them. Oh, and then schedule them all out there to automatically release like once every two weeks in case one or both of us succumbs to this. Our episodes will continue going out afterwards. Oh, very good. So <laughs> I like it. I like that a lot. Um, I, I think you should include that in this uh, podcast. You think so? Yeah, why not? I, I think people need to know. So just so they don't think we're, you know, podcasting from the grave or something. That would be well, I was great. thinking that would be our, the, the, uh, it would be something like, if you're listening to this episode, then <laughs> done. Dun, right. Dun, yeah, dun. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. If you're hearing right. this episode, that means we could fall into some nefarious scheme. <laughs> okay. Don't panic. I am going to cough right now, but it's allergies. I oh, all swear right. I, to you. I got, well, I have, I, have the, uh, <coughs> I have the pop filter in front of the microphone, so nothing can get through. Ah, okay. Or I know it doesn't so, work like that, so. Okay, let's officially start. All Welcome. Right. Welcome, everybody, to the uh, podcast formerly known as Slow Death in the Afternoon Podcast. This is The Green Hour with Dan and Jerry broadcasting from the middle of the end of the world as we know it. Yes. Or <laughs> uh, as I like to call it, week uh, four of the hostage crisis. Yeah. Um, this, we are recording this on April 4th, 2020. Both Dan and I are still in good health. Yeah. Not, not sick at all. Well, uh, physically well. sick. Mentally is another story. <laughs> Well, uh, we'll put it this way. As far as we know, we're not infected with COVID-19, no. uh, but there are other things going on like my allergies. Um, oh, I know. Right. But, and what the funny thing about allergies, it's like, it, I don't care if you sniffle, cough or clear your throat. It's like the Salem witch hunt. Oh, I was, I was at um, Target yesterday uh, picking up some essentials and um Someone in the uh, pharmacy area sneezed and began coughing like crazy. And th there was a mad rush out of the area. And I'm not even kidding. Oh, no, I believe it. Everybody I believe. was stampeding away from the pharmacy. <laughs> you know, oh my I, God. honestly, I really think that the, uh, the cough and or sneezing is 
the modern day equivalent to pretending you didn't get bit by a zombie. <laughs> it's well, like you know people they... drag you outside and just cap you in the head. I think. Is what's gonna <laughs> no questions asked. I don't care if you smelled pepper. I don't care if you had a tickle in your throat. Yeah, better safe than sorry. We're taking you out. Yeah, they're going to put gloves on and just put a plastic bag over your head. And take you <laughs> exactly, <outside>. yes. <laughs> uh, it's, it's getting crazy, man. It really is getting crazy. Well, I know you, you sent me something about their... Be- Hello and welcome to COVID-19 talk. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's, basically, this is the whole... Uh, I, and I, I don't know how long we're going to keep saying that this was the podcast formerly known as. But yeah. the reason we changed it to the Green Hour is because... We don't always talk about, I mean, we do talk about absinthe and we love absinthe and we enjoy our absinthe. And at the same time, uh, we discovered, well, as is pretty much the way of all of our podcasts, is that we will start talking and then we'll go off topic and talk about all kinds of other things. Much like what happens when you're at a bar drinking. When you're, exactly. at, a bar, when you're at a bar drinking, you don't always talk about what you're drinking. Uh, no, that would be drinking, boring. Yeah, the drinking is the vehicle to get you to all the other places. So that's why we decided to call it the Green Hour, much like back in the uh, late 1800s when they had actually the Green Hour from, I believe, 4 to 7, where people just came and drank absinthe for hours on end and talked about everything. So that's why we call it the Green Hour. Speaking of which, we're, we're, we're recording outside the Green Hour, but I do have a red eye that I uh, created. Oh, or made. smart, smart. Um, so I'm drinking uh, Kubler in a dark, strong uh, cup of Death Wish coffee. Very good. So it's like, Pardon? it's actually kind of like a uh, a fast death in the early morning. Well, it's not actually <laughs> early morning where you are. It's 12 noon. It's 1230, right? Yeah, it's 1230. So uh, I'm... It's still 1030 uh, on this part of the West Coast, but. What, you know, the drinking hours have been rescinded during the crisis. <laughs> yes. now, now it's just uh, coffee time and wine time. Those are the two, yeah. those are the two uh, hours you need to be concerned with. And they could be mixed and matched. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, yeah, nobody cares because it's obviously five o'clock somewhere. So, Well, um, so, so Dan has been posting his memes uh, and uh, to As pass I the time. to do. Yeah. yeah but, but, and honestly... But Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no. It's good. Go ahead. Oh, they're no. they're mainly COVID nineteen memes. I was going to say that's really the only thing that people want to see. All my other memes, I get maybe five or six likes. I post a COVID nineteen or uh, quarantine meme, and it's like sixty plus with uh, hundred and fifty <laughs> shares. And I, I don't know. I, I, apparently, I am. Uh, I, I have to succumb my likes to the wills of the masses. Well, I've been. Well, let me, before I go into that, are are you still actually going to work outside the house? Oh, yes. Okay. So I'm not. I'm, I'm oh, sequestered. So you, are, you are sequestered at home. Now, are you, are you, um, are still you working. ordering food out or do you go buy groceries or what are, what are you doing? We, we've, we're doing both, but we're tending to lean toward buying groceries and bringing them in and sterilizing them really well by spraying. I'm not joking. We spray everything liberally with uh, Everclear. Wow. It's, you know, 190 proof. And, and right. uh, my, a shout out to my, my local grocer and, and a liquor store, um, central 
Central Store is what it's called in Moline, Illinois. Right. Uh, locally owned, private little business. I try to give all my business to him. So, because I'm supporting a local business, but he ordered five cases of 1.7 milliliter Everclear specifically so people can use it as a disinfectant. That's smart. It's a real good disinfectant. Um, It probably isn't as good as bleach and water, but but that with that alcohol content, it's going to kill most everything, and it's still food safe. Well, yeah, and that's the beauty of it because you know? uh, taking it internally can kill whatever's inside of you, <laughs> and you too and much. You, well, but, if too much, but, but it, much much less so than bleach and water if you drink. It. Oh yeah, and it's and it's not going to make you blind and kill part of your brain as if you're drinking wood alcohol. Well, uh, sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so you've been posting memes and I, I'm sequestered in a upstairs, um, a, basically the attic in my house is my office and my bedroom. And, um, I have windows that I look out into my trees. Right. And so I put a bird feeder directly outside my main office window. Oh, that's, that's cute. Well, so I, and I've got this amazing uh, Nikon P100, a 1000 camera with a insane zoom lens on it. And I've been taking pictures of birds and squirrels constantly. Yeah. And they're very good pictures, by the way. (laughs) And so that's what I've been posting instead of memes because, and and then at one point I actually put out on my Facebook page, are you guys getting tired of, of birds and squirrels? And they're like, hell no, keep them going. I guess it's. So if y'all, y'all, I can say that because I used to live in Texas. If y'all, all y'all. All y'all? All y'all, that means more than one person. All right. Y'all means one person. Um, you could go to my own personal Instagram and check it out if you want. Uh, I, I've got an amazing amount of different kind of birds showing up. And a now, sleepy squirrel. But you shouldn't you shouldn't care what people uh, think of what you're posting. You see, that's the whole point. It's like if you like it, then the people who uh, are joining your party are going to appreciate it. Do not let the masses dictate what you post, my friend. Well, uh, I'm just doing it because they're there, and I've got the camera, and it distracts me. Well, yeah, while exactly. I'm working. That's, and that's it. You know, I, that's why I put, honestly, that's, I, I don't even care what people, well, actually I do, I guess, because I've started. Yeah, you do. <laughs> right. I, for April, I don't know if you watched. Uh, We're you, both in marketing. We care. We are. <laughs> uh, did you, uh, speaking of posting stuff. Uh, so for April 1st, as is the way of my people and by, uh-huh. by my people, I mean me, uh, I, I changed my Facebook picture to a normal picture of me. And then I put on my a cover photo, like a picture of a kitten. And then I, I posted for the first half of the day, nothing but like live, laugh, love and inspirational. <laughs> Is that what that up. was about? Yeah. And I, I thought maybe your, your girlfriend had taken over your account. <laughs> no, it, it's so funny because it, it took people, some people got it right off the bat. And other people are like, 
what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> what are you? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> exactly. And I'm, I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? Does nobody look at the calendar these days? What, what is wrong with people? Well, we didn't do anything for Fool's, April Fool's Day. But, I mean, the, what you did was perfect. But, man, some people pulled some really horrible shit out there. And oh, that's really? exactly what I was trying to avoid. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I've got the COVID-19. Oh, oh see, my God. You know, that's not funny. No, I mean, especially with these dark times, you know, stuff like that. Okay. If you, if you did post something like that and then you put just kidding, then that's fine. If you did it immediately afterward, but don't, you don't post it and they go, Oh crap, I have to go on a cross country trip and you leave that up there and no one hears from you. They're going to assume you're dead. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I I felt it was the wrong time to do was. any any sort of uh, COVID nineteen foolery. Well, I mean, I do it every day, but but it's it's in good it's in good humor. It's always in good humor, and it's never anything like I've got COVID and you know, <laughs> yeah. now I'm trying to eat I, cats or something. I I talked to someone on a video. We, we've been doing at work. We've been having. Uh, Every day at 4.30, we have happy hour for our marketing team. Which is That brilliant. stretches. Well, it goes all the way from from me to Chicago to Canada to Mexico. All, all of us have, get a drink. And it started off as like, okay, we're just going to not talk about work. But now we just talk about work and have a drink. And right. I don't know. And the, the videos, people stopped using video at one point. <laughs> but last night, uh, my sales team and I hosted, um, instead instead of using Microsoft Teams, we used Zoom. It oh, was mainly as a good. test. Uh, I tested it before and concluded that for smaller meetings, Microsoft Teams was easier because you don't have to have the... The, other, the external people use a client. You could just do it right from the browser. Right. And Zoom requires you to download and install something, although it's fairly painless. Yeah. But I tell you what, the Zoom uh, party we had last night, uh, with it, it got up to 14 people at one point. It was hilarious and fun. Good. It worked really. I see exactly why everybody's using the software. Well, and that's, how, that's what it's supposed to be. I mean, that... Uh, you know, I, d- I did see something I haven't read yet, so I don't I don't know what the uh, crux of the thing was. But somebody said there's a dark side to Zoom. Oh, the, oh, there the is, there is uh, some sort of. I'll, I, I'll tell you exactly what it is. What, what it's is user, it? it's user error. Oh well, that, yeah, that is a dark side to anything. You could <laughs> you could leave your Zoom meeting wide open, and of course, people are going to come in and mess with you. Right. But it's fairly easy to just go into the settings and set it and set it and lock it down a bit. Not a whole lot. You just have to lock it down a bit, and then it's fine. It's just like anything. I mean, you don't put put your social security out on the internet. Right. Right. <laughs> and then expect not to be messed with. Exactly. So you don't you don't create an open Zoom meeting where anybody who clicks on it is automatically accepted, and you don't just post that out there for everybody to see. And that's well, exactly. the difference. That's the same thing. I mean, well, with the with the exception of you know, I did the uh, what Harry Potter character are you based on your social security number? <laughs> I, did, I did that one, and I feel pretty safe about that. But. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, well, Harry Potter, of course. No Harry Potter, yeah. everything's fine yeah. with Harry Potter. Yeah. Come on. People. So speaking of which, um, J.K. Rowling opened up a 
specific COVID-19 um, website for kids and filled it with stuff to keep them, that Harry Potter themed stuff to keep them occupied oh, during the pandemic. Like, like short stories like Harry Potter and Well, the you know what? I didn't, I didn't go into it, but uh, apparently you could listen. There was a brand new recording, I think, of the first book by some famous um, uh, actor oh. and it's absolutely free and out there for you to just listen to, which, you know, is like 40 hours of listening well, right there. Say, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and hopefully, uh, hopefully it's not Gilbert Gottfried reading. It. <laughs> no, I think it's like Sir John Gilgood or something like that. Well, that would see, that would make sense because honestly I can't, I either Bobcat. I, I, I don't know if it's him, but it's something well, like that. So it's but not yeah, Bobcat, like, Oh, I would love to hear Bobcat read it. Harry Potter? <laughs> yeah. I guess it's the, what are the Horcrux? Yeah, wasn't Harry? <laughs> I don't know. It'd be like Gilbert Godfrey reading it. It'd be like, well, that'd be I great. don't know what it is. I walked into a wall trying to get to Hogwarts 34 and a half. Ow. What's up with that? Where's my frog? Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it would be bad. That would not be good. Oh, it would be great for like a, a paragraph. <laughs> yeah, I could. I could, honestly, I could take maybe one paragraph of uh, of that. Actually, it'd be kind of fun to have. Uh, well, I, I take that back. And uh, wasn't it Andy Kaufman that read the entire uh, for one of his concerts? He read the entire book of something. No, I don't know, but that sounds like an Andy Kaufman thing to do. It was. He read the entire book. Like, he started reading it, <laughs> and he had a packed house, and by the time it was done, there were only three people left in the audience. <laughs> he loved doing that stuff. Oh, yeah. It's like, that's, 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 it may not be the humor we want, but it's the humor we need for the time. He, he loved making people uncomfortable, from what I understand. <laughs> Well, yeah, and that's I, I think that I think there has to be a certain amount of that. You have to make people uncomfortable. That's like what that's like listening to our show. I'm sure lots of people <laughs> are uncomfortable going, "Oh my god, oh, what's I, wrong I, with these I people?" I often wonder if we're like cringeworthy when we uh, think we're cool. I don't. You know what? Who cares? <laughs> we we're, we own this well, section of the airwaves. <laughs> Obviously, we don't care because we haven't stopped. No. Um, no, it's not going to. I'm not going to get taken out by some virus named after a light beer. That's all I'm. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, yes, I have some some alcohol related news. I thought oh. it'd be interesting. All right. So the New York Post reports that alcohol sales are going crazy. Well, of course, in the U.S. alone, hard alcohol sales have gone up 55 percent over the last couple of weeks. Wine up 66% and beer up 42%. You know why? Because we have nothing better to do? <laughs> no, because the schools are out and the kids are staying home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. The parents uh, need a distraction. <laughs> so they're giving them alcohol. So they're giving, them, they're giving the kids alcohol. Here, yeah, let's see. Uh, since I'm homeschooling, does mixing a drink count as chemistry? I'm not sure. Come here, little Timmy. You ever tried some wine? Yeah. Here, let's let's do a science test. Does chloroform have a smell? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So distillers are um, considered essential in some places. You know that, right? Yes, and schools are closed. What kind of messed up society do we have? Well, I I think it's because the schools are closed. Uh, Yeah, they're essential. That's true. Point taken. So so our friends friends at 10th Ward are, like many others, now making disinfectants. Do you know that? Are they really? No, I didn't know they're making disinfectants. Can they send them and we'll review them? I don't know. Maybe they'll listen. I let, actually let me look over because I reached out to them to see if they had a comment about that. Well, they have not responded yet. Oh well, all right. <clears throat> but then again, I only sent it to them like thirty minutes ago. Well, you know what? If they were on top of things, they would have responded by now. Hello. Oh, okay, I had to mute myself. Oh, all right. I trust me. I have to mute myself more often than not. <laughs> so, um, oh, so anyway, yeah, hand sanitizers, and I've noticed that there are a lot of distilleries that are actually doing that. That have actually, yeah, cut back on the uh, the uh, spirits mm-hmm. part of it, and are actually doing uh, hand sanitizers and things like that. I, I I think that is wonderful because they're answering the call to the greater good. I think so. Yeah. Um, speaking of answering calls to a greater good. Um, Do we have a call? Of, Do we have a call? No, uh, the call for, the call for. Right. So on behalf the, <laughs> hold on, I need more absence. All right. Well, easy there, Porky. Go ahead. <laughs> on behalf of our podcast. On behalf. On the behalf of our podcast, I have donated $50 to the U.S. Bartenders Guild. Did you? uh, Yes, to their COVID-19 relief campaign, which benefits bartenders and staff regardless of USBG membership status. Yes, I did read that. And uh, anybody else who would like to donate can go to usbgfoundation.org and do so, or... If you are a bartender or waitstaff or someone else who might fall, uh, uh, fall into, fall, fall into hard to, no, who may benefit from their, what am I trying to say? I don't know. Who may qualify. You could also go to usbgfoundation.org and apply for a grant. And if we creep you out, you can always donate to the uh, Dan and Jerry <laughs> Heebie-Jeebie Foundation. <laughs> always. <laughs> because we need money during these troubled times to well, buy alcohol to drown our not, sorrows in. Not yet, but we may. <laughs> yeah, we might. I mean, uh, trust Who me. Uh, we're we're going to set up a virtual tip jar sooner than later. Um, I've been actually thinking about doing that for charity. Uh, in fact, I was thinking about creating, um, cause I already have. Well, wait, when you say charity, you mean us? No, I'm talking about the bartenders guild. No, well, you already donated to them. What we need no, people I mean, to donate donated, to us. What about I donated us? 50 bucks. I think we need to don't, I mean, this is going to be a continuous thing. Oh, it is. Oh, all right. Well, I mean, so, um. Let me, let me run this by you. All right, go ahead. I've already got an account where I design with, with uh, my daughter, we design t-shirts and stuff. Right. 
And this was supposed to be like her part-time job. And we never really went anywhere with it. Although her t-shirt's pretty cool. Yeah. So I was thinking about co-opting that account for our podcast and creating um, t-shirts and stuff that are timely and yet tasteful or maybe tastefully untasteful. Oh. And, and then any profits from that, we would then funnel over to the USBG foundation for I, this cause for the duration. I think, I think that would be a great idea. Okay. That'll give me something to do and because I mean, I have some even, design ideas for you too, by the way. Okay. Yeah. So send them over. Cause I've been having some too. And I was thinking I might steal some of your memes. Go ahead. Take them. <laughs> Take, you know what, because... Go ahead, you stole them. I stole them. We as well steal them for you. Yeah, you know, it's like uh, a caring is sharing. <laughs> well, or sharing is for caring, the, I suppose. If it's, for, if it's for a good cause, sure. That, yes. I mean, if, if somebody gets pissed off, then okay, well, it'll, it'll be a limited run. But, I mean, even if you don't have a friend in the world, you've always got your bartender, That's right? true. And I mean, you've even got us too. I mean, let's be let's well, be serious. We could be your virtual bartenders. We could. We could be. We, we could, could be whatever we want to be honest with you. We, I we mean, have. even even if you have a therapist, um, three happy hour drinks and a good neighborhood bartender is often cheaper and better for the soul. I think that's correct. And where does a therapist go for therapy? A bar. I don't know know that for a fact. I I know that for a fact for at least one of them because that's how I met mine. So, (laughs) you know, um, I've heard of, uh, I've heard of worse pickups uh, in my life and that's not a bad thing. I guess if your therapist goes to a bar, at least, you know uh, what their vice is and yeah. And you know what to get them for Christmas. Exactly. (laughs) Here's, here's a bottle of uh, scotch. Enjoy. So I've got a friend, um, I, I don't remember if I mentioned this last time, but um, w- one of my bartender friends locally here, he he started doing a uh, Facebook show. Oh, yeah, yeah. You mentioned that. Did I mention it on the you show? I, I don't know if you mentioned it on the show or not, but you mentioned it to me. Yeah. So He, he was going to be my fill-in replacement for when I couldn't uh, yeah, do stuff, but he, that didn't work out. It didn't work out, but um, it might now because he's... he's not working. Well, but uh, what, actually what he is doing though, is he puts on a show called crop top cocktails and crop, crop top cocktails. And so he dresses in short shorts and a crop top. And, and this is like a, a redheaded Viking looking guy, it's right? Dude. Yeah. And he loves axes and I'm not talking about guitars. I'm talking about battle axes and swords and he's a manly man. And then he dresses in a crop top and, a, and hot pants, and he does cocktail uh, uh, classes. And if, if you Venmo him twenty bucks, I now I that's and that's how he's making money right now. And uh, more power to him. God bless him. Uh, I probably would not donate to that uh, if it was a hot chick in a crop top and hot pants. The possibility is greater that I would. Uh, I know, but he did. Uh, he I mean, he does. <laughs> He's he's doing it as humor. Oh, I'm sure he is. But even uh, I'm 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 just saying for me personally, if I'm going to pay uh, twenty dollars, 
I got to see. It's it's got to be uh, something <laughs> that will pique my interest, so to speak. Well, I'm doing for the laughs, and also he's a friend of mine. But uh, right. I know some bartenders who it would probably work out. But you know what? They're just not into that. They, you know what, man? It's these are troubled times. Well, uh, no, no one of them. She's, she's making candles st- instead, and also she puts on an online yoga class that you can join, which is pretty cool. And also, she's a brewer. I mean, she makes her own beer. She makes some of the beer at the place where I usually go, and I think she's still working because, uh, at least on the last two Fridays and Saturdays, I don't know about this week. Um, they're doing the curbside thing. So oh, they're filling yeah. growlers. Yeah. One of my, one of my buddies who has a uh, bar up in Pomona, well, it's not a bar, it's a tasting room, mm-hmm. but, uh, they, they've really fallen on some hard times. And so they've been doing, uh, just growler fills like today they have a limited run of beers, but they're doing growler fills from like one to six. And it's, it's tough, man. I'm telling you, I feel so bad for alcohol distribution points, like bars in particular, because they can't, there's, you can't, there's nothing you can do and you have to succumb to it and and business, business is way off. I'm trying to do what I can, but you know, the funny thing is I've noticed, I'm like, why do I have so much money in my bank account? What's going on? <laughs> and I realize it's because I spend a whole bunch of it at these bars. Yeah, and I'm not doing it right now, and so, uh, so I'm instead donating to fund the funds to places that are supporting the people who are not working. Well, that's the thing. It's like I I have noticed like about this. Uh, you know, it's uh, uh, yesterday was my midpoint to my next paycheck, right? I get paid every other Friday. And I noticed, I go, wow, I've actually got a little bit of money. Like, how is that (laughs) even possible? And then I realized- Because we're not spending it. Because Becky and I, usually Becky and I's big thing is like uh, on the weekends, we would go and we would try a new breakfast place or a dinner place. And, you know, it's fairly expensive. And now I'm like going, you know, kind of enjoying the- eating at home thing. And she's a that's, great cook, which helps. I mean, that, yeah. that's always a good thing. This is, um, there's a good side and a bad side to this. The good side oh is, uh, we're going to save money. Bad side is there's going to be a lot of restaurants and, and other businesses that are not going to come back after this because people are learning. Well, you don't have to go out all the time. And well, all, so what are these people going to do when exactly. they, okay. It's a quandary. It is. It's a quandary. And and the other bad part about eating at home, uh, number one, uh, other than your three meals a day that you, that you should have or whatever, and all the snacks in between, uh, it appears that the inseam, uh, or not the inseam, but the waistline of my pants is practicing social distancing because <laughs> I'm I'm having a hard time fitting into those jeans that are not stretching. It's uh, I've I've hit maximum stretch potential. Oh, you know, it's weird. I'm going the other way. I'm losing weight. Are you really? Yeah. Well, apparently I am not doing something right. Well, I, I'm not drinking as much beer. That's for sure. Oh, uh, well, I'm down to like, good. I'm down to like two a week. 
Oh, good. From the, because it, it was more like three a day. Right, right. Because <laughs> I'd hit that happy hour on the way home and say, just two. Just and it two. turns into three. And then, then turns it turns into, into four. four. Yes. And then it turns into five. And then the next day I'm going like, I better skip. I better I'll skip go for one. one. <laughs> one or two or three. And then I go two. And then yes. I go three. No, I hear you, buddy. I hear you. It's the funny, the funny thing about all this, and I know we said we weren't going to talk about this for, but that, but it really is what people are talking about. And it's what people need to talk about because I think that there is so much uh, fear and so much uncertainty. And I think people need a break from the heaviness of everything. I mean, I, I, I noticed, I do a lot of, uh, uh, internal checking on myself, which sounds horrible if out of context, but uh, there's no rubber gloves involved. But I do a lot of uh, like going, okay, how am I feeling? Why am oh, I yeah. feeling this? Why do I feel this way? And I notice that my anxiety levels have have gone up and my kind of oh, uh, yeah. sense of dread, I guess, would be uh, would be the thing. And it's like I go, okay, where's this coming from? And I think it's just the uncertainty because honestly, yeah. things are changing by the hour. It's it, you can't keep up. You just can't keep up. It, it is literally the end of the world as we know it. I, I emphasis think, on as we know it. Yeah, I think you're right, and I think too <laughs> that it's not. It's the end of the world as we know it, but it's not the end of the world. No, it's not the end of the world. The world will go on, yeah, and hopefully oh, we yeah. will too, but it's going to be a much different place. Yes. One thing absolutely pissed hopefully, beyond belief, no zombies. <laughs> well, I'm hope, hopefully, hopefully we come out of this wiser. You know, Bill Gates was trying to warn us about this, like back in 2015, he did a TED Talk describing this exact situation and what we need to do to counteract. And he says, don't worry about nuclear war. This is definitely going to happen at some point. And not if it is going to happen. Right. And this is how we, and he laid the whole thing out. Nobody fucking listened to him. No. And, and now he's kind of going, well, I told you so. Well, I think too, because you know, it's uh, you got to remember this is coming from the guy that makes uh, people pay to beta test his Windows products. Well, yeah, and I think that's gotta... why I, I say that half jokingly, but yet at the same time, you know, it's it's uh, it's it is difficult to sometimes take seriously somebody who has a multi-billion-dollar empire and is trying to tell you how to run you know, the, the, the world as we know it, even though he probably has a better grasp on the world than 90% of the populace. Well, uh, also he, now this is, I don't even know why we're talking about it, but I mean, he, uh, he quit Microsoft, you know, he's oh, yeah. completely gone. He's just the Gates foundation. And all they do is try to figure out how to take all the billions of dollars he accumulated from making other people beta test his products right. and give it back. I mean, I'm, I was never a huge Gates fan, but I am kind of now because he really does seem to have his heart in the right place. And, and I probably would put it all down to the influence of his wonderful wife because he is 
definitely just a data pirate who made it right. big. Right. He, he stole um, DOS way well, back when. and that's, well, he, that's... he didn't steal it. He bought it. He no. Oh, no, he, he, bought did Windows. Not. he bought Windows from IBM. Or the... He, the uh... Well, okay, there's whole books on this, and uh, we would go into... But basically, he pirated a copy of something and changed it to DOS. And because IBM was going to go with... Um, Oh God, what was it? CPM. But the guy didn't want to talk to him because he was on a holiday hunting bears or something. And Gates weaseled his way in, still a teenager, and sold him on this thing that he had he had taken the code and rewritten it a bit. Right. He basically stole the code and made it into PC DOS. And they went with him and 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 <laughs> it just continued from there. And Microsoft up until recently has never been the innovative company that they keep saying they are because every innovation that they tout is one of their innovations. They bought from another company that innovated it. Sure. In, including office and Microsoft word was not Microsoft word. Excel was a Mac product that they bought. I could go on and on and on, but I, I don't want to bash Microsoft Although I, that's why I don't use Windows, and I went to the other evil empire, which is Apple, which is a definitely another evil empire. Right, they're all evil empires. If you really, get I know, but you know, I think Microsoft is actually they're opening up. the The people who are leading it now are smarter and much more friendly, and they play nicer with others for the benefit of everybody. Right. And uh, the only product I really don't like of Microsoft's is their operating system. Really? See, uh, yeah. that's, where, that's where I, I'm kind of the other way around. It's like, I love their operating system and I'm a lot of their products. I'm just not a fan of, I have to be because it's, it's the, the status quo, but I'm not yeah. a huge fan, not a huge fan. Hey, they can't even get, windows right on their own hardware. <laughs> well, I had a, I had a surface pro three and they, they couldn't even get it right on their own hardware. It just kept crashing. Did it really? I mean, that's yeah. I mean, that was the, that's that, the, the strength that, of Apple that? is they own and control the hardware and the operating system. No, wait, was that windows? Uh, was that seven or 10? 10, 10, really? Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised. Do you still have your surface? I, I gave it to my daughter. Yeah. Because she's she's she was she's like you. She's not a Apple fan. Right. And then and then she loved it for like about three months, just like I loved it for about three months and finally just gave up because it was too frustrating. Oh. And now she uses an Apple um iPad instead. What what happened to the surface? <laughs> if you still have it, I'll buy it from you. I, well, I, it's, it's I, not I, mine I, now. It's hers. Oh, well, if she wants to sell it, I'll, I'll, I'll buy that from her. Cause <laughs> we'll I, mean, I was, I wanted to get a, I wanted to get a, a surface and I've just been waiting to, you know, get one at a decent price. So if she's not wanting it, I, I've Hey, Hey, they do. You should be able to buy surfaces for dirt cheap used because people got frustrated early on and got rid of them. Really? They're on they're on eBay all over the place. All right, I'll, I'll poke Hello right and welcome to Microsoft, to Microsoft versus Talk. Apple Tech Talk. But this is exactly what they do at a bar. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, okay. We, we, we bash more, more bar talk. Systems. More bar talk. 
more bar talk. Hey, speaking of... Well, welcome to Bar Talk with Dan and Jerry. Speaking of Bar Talk, um, Bar Talk, wasn't that wasn't that a, a creature that the uh, dwarves of Moria unleashed when they were digging? I, I was thinking it was like a composer from the 17th century or something. Oh, yeah. Bar now talk. we're listening to the soothing tunes of Bar Talk. Bar Talk. Bar, Bar Talk's 17th symphony. The dwarves dig too deep and too greedily. And then Bar Talk. <laughs> <laughs> J.R. Bar Tolkien. <laughs> Don't go on the Mar Moors. The Bar Talk is loose. Bar Talk is loose. So you know, and this is uh, here uh, a strange side note about Bar Talk. By the way, uh, when all this is over, like when this when this pandemic is done, and it is, uh, I'm going back to the bar. That's for sure. Well, yeah, I, yes, I think a lot of people will. But I'm just wondering how this is going to change the social landscape. Yeah. Like, is it going to, I mean, we went out last night, we had to go to uh, CVS, right? So we're driving down the street and we go by this big, huge park by our house. And there's still a shitload of people out there walking around, no masks, just like, like nothing's going on. We drive past a, uh, a, a tea shop that's right across the street from that. And it's packed with people. Now I'm sure that you know that's I, not cool. I don't want to be. I don't want to be a tattletale or anything like that. But I felt like calling the cops and going, "Hey, this is like one of those uh, boba places, and it's packed with people." And that I mean that it, it. I just don't. I just don't understand the lack of common sense. Now there seems to be two schools of thought here. There seems to be the thought of okay, I'm young, and so it's not going to kill me, so I can go and do whatever. But yet, conversely, it's like, just because you're not going to die from it doesn't make you a non-carrier. I know. So, here, why don't you go out and get infected and bring it home to uh, Grandma, who's on the couch, you know, having trouble breathing, and let's uh, let's wipe her out. It's yeah. a very unempathetic uh, generation. Well... Welcome to Codger Talk with Dan. <laughs> get off! Get off my get off lawn! My lawn. Uh, exactly. Um, here, what I found annoying is I wanted to go down to the golf course and just walk the golf course away from people, right. which I'd seen people doing. They closed the golf course; you can't park there. Of course, you could probably park like three blocks away and walk there, and still. But why did they? Why did they close the parking lot? I don't get it. It's not like people are, well, I don't know, maybe they think they're going to congregate really close to each other in the cars, but it's not the case. If you go to a store here now, they have they have lines drawn all over on the, flo on the floors, anywhere near the cashiers, where you're supposed to stay, and it's, it's marked, you stay six feet away from everybody else, and, it's, and they're spraying everything down with cleaner all the time. Right. I, I feel safe going to the store here with no mask even though some people are still wearing masks. Right. I, I don't think I'm going to get infected at the store. I think I might get infected by touching the stuff that they've been touching, but I solved that by carrying a little spray bottle of Everclear, and I spray my hands, and I spray the things I'm touching, and I spray everything else, and I get it home, and I spray it down. I think it's, where, I, I think it's okay. Yeah, I think you should be fine. I, and and I, I don't think that- And I found toilet paper, too. 
Yeah, all the stores are restocked. Now, that being said, a Costco is still a freaking madhouse to go to. <laughs> like I was they, there yesterday. There was hardly anybody there, but there really? was hardly anything <laughs> there. Yeah, well, that's, uh, you know, it's. Uh, have you ever watched The Handmaid's Tale? No, I haven't, but it's oh, on my dude, list. You have I've been watch watching it. the IT crowd. The IT crowd? Oh, you've... Hold no. on. What is, it? what is this? The IT crowd is kind of a limited-run uh, British sitcom about two IT workers who work in the basement of this, this big conglomerate building. Right, right. And... Um, um, uh, cute redhead, uh, she fakes her resume saying she knows stuff about computers to get a job there and she does way too good of a job and they go, Oh, well, you're such a, uh, we're going to put you in charge of the IT department. She oh. knows nothing about computers. Right. And so, <laughs> and it's, um, Monty Python-esque office-esque madcap comedy oh that's fun so it's a limited run on bbc or what is it yeah on? it was it was like there was four <laughs> seasons with only six episodes each and right. then one final season five had one long episode which was like the last episode that was kind of um disappointing right because i think they were like oh we get to make one more let's try to tie everything together and right, right. you could tell their hearts weren't really in it <laughs> Now, have you did you watch uh, Tiger King? Please tell me you watched Tiger King. Oh no, I know some stuff about it. I know oh, the guys in jail. God. I just finished it last night. Haven't haven't seen it yet. I'm I got so you. many things on my watch list, and I just end up playing video games instead. Well, this is this is an easy watch. It's only seven episodes. Okay, and it's like honestly, if you haven't seen it, you're not living your best quarantine life. Okay, I'll put it on my you list. Really, you need to do it, Jerry, because we could have we could have a whole podcast about that show. I'm telling <laughs> you, it's so funny, and it, it's it's funny because it's true, and it's funny because you go, do people like that really exist? Are there really people like that? Well, apparently there are. Go go ahead. I'm making another red eye. Oh, um, yeah. Well, uh. uh and now I'm now I'm put on the spot. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I have nothing okay. to say, people. Uh, no, but you know, here's 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 something. By the way, um, talking about the BBC and limited run shows, I think that they have the right idea of having shorter seasons, fewer episodes, and coming out with new and more creative stuff rather than American TV and movies where. All we get is a rehash of previous movies and TV series that either go on way too long or don't go on long enough. Like a perfect example was um, what CBS did with, uh, what was it, Picard, Star Trek Picard, uh, 10, 10 episodes, great series. Oh, yeah. It was wonderful. I haven't finished that yet. It's great though. It's it was really good, and I'm not the biggest Star Trek fan in the history of the world, but I loved it. I thought it was great. The characters were awesome. It brought back a bunch of characters that you remember from past shows, and it was just perfect. Thought it was wonderful. I, I the ones that I've seen, I've absolutely loved. I, I think it was like my favorite Star Trek season show that I've ever watched. But I also like Discovery. 
I found out because I, I I was, I held back and I didn't want to watch it. But when I ran out of Picard episodes to watch, I went in and I said, okay, what's this like? And I'm like, well, they screw the canon up, but I don't really care because the show's so good. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, I don't, I, I am okay with them taking liberty with certain things. (laughs) They went beyond liberty. They just rewrote it. It makes me wonder if it was in the, I, I wonder if it's in the Kelvin timeline or something. I have no idea. Or it could be the Hobbes timeline for all we know. Well, you know who's who the characters in it, uh, at least they come in toward the sec I, I haven't gone all the way through them yet. But Spock and Captain Pike are in it. Oh. But it's a, a younger Spock, obviously, because this this all takes place before Kirk. Oh, you know but, what? Actually that's funny. Uh because they they have a series are you're talking about CBS uh yeah, the all access one. Have you watched the the what do they call them? The short treks? No, I haven't yet. There was one that had a Captain Pike thing in there and a Spock per I'm going, wait, Captain Pike? Wait, wasn't he in a chair that had lights flashing yeah. and stuff yeah. like that? So this is like way earlier in in the thing. It was it was a nine minute episode and it was done. It was a but it was a great story. It was really, really good. I, I got to go back and watch those because I, you know, Pike was in the, he was the captain in the pilot for the original Star Trek. Right. That right. never got aired as, as is, but then they rehashed it and they turned it into this. It was, it was, I think it was called the menagerie where yes, they actually, right. yeah. So, so they revived that uh and and spock served with them so that did fit in right i i don't know i don't hello and welcome to star trek talk with yeah, Jerry. <laughs> it's more bartok more bartok 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 that's that's the uh the name of the uh, lizard monster that uh oh, yeah, fought that threw it, the it, rock it, at him yeah yeah it's its main thing was to just try to rip his shirt off. I know that. that yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, the bar uh, talk. It's, it's a thing. It's a thing. Bar talk through the rock, ripped off shirt, and there's a lot of talk. Wow, sorry, that was a that was bar rap. Is what that was. <laughs> bar talk rap. Bar bar talk rap. Like, so I could only but, go four stanzas into any rap before I falter and die. <laughs> Oh, uh, see, that's where you got to You got to be thinking about your uh, the next four while you're wrapping the first four. Can't, you, can't you, do it. Oh, uh, see, that's my brain. Problem. Brain doesn't work that way. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know what? Uh, consider it a blessing, my friend. Because here's Cargo the thing: space. Have you noticed this? Have you noticed this during this whole quarantine thing? Everybody thinks they're a talk show host, an online chef, or a freaking uh, news reporter. I, it's it's almost oh, like <laughs> well, no, but this is different. We've been doing this forever, but it's yeah. this is almost like quarantine's got talent. It is, isn't it? It is. It is like quarantine. I think. I think you've got. You just nailed the episode title. All right, there it is. Quarantine's, quarantine's got, got talent. talent. <laughs> Let me write that down. If if we could find some of it, we'd be uh, we'd be in a hog heaven, my friend. 
Dan and Jerry's Quarantine's Got Talent. Maybe that's what we should do. We should have our listeners uh, send in uh, some audition uh, audio. And they could be a guest host on our show. Sure. Hey, in fact, uh, all you have to do is call and leave us a message. You could call and record your Your audition. Your your audition at 203-450-6375. I wonder if we don't get any calls because it's not an 800 number. Well, but it doesn't matter. You don't get charged. Everybody's got unlimited calling. You would think. I mean, that was my it's not theory. like we were kids and you had to go, oh, my God, my long distance bill is going to be a million dollars. I know. But th- this is a Washington, D.C. number. It goes directly to my own personal Google Voice account. 203. So call in, people. That area code is 203. Sorry, I had to burp. Two zero three four five zero. I hope I muted that enough. Ah, uh, leave it in. You know, it's like it's like <laughs> ew, this, this ew. is li- live without a net. Welcome to burping with Dan and Jerry. <laughs> Burp talk. Burp talk. So, so, send in your audition tapes to us, and you could you could be uh, a uh, a co host on our show. And trust me, we will uh, judge you harshly. I will be like the <laughs> Simon Cowell of the show. And who's well, who's, it was, who's it the was, really nice one? Uh, you would be the really nice one, obviously. But I think it's... Uh, uh, who, who would that be? Who, I've who? never watched that, so I don't know. I, I can't remember. I can't remember who the really nice one is. But um, yeah, but I'll just say, uh, yeah, that was horrible. That was terrible. I, would, I wouldn't talk with your mouth... To a dead alligator. That didn't make any sense. But I, you know what I'm trying <laughs> to say. I know. And I'd be like, oh, that was lovely, darling. It was very it was, lovely. It was that bad. It was good, okay. good try. Did a little bit of work. Good try. A little bit of work. It was, it was very brave of you. And we appreciate that. Brave of you. <laughs> yeah, that was what we'd say about, about all of them. Yeah, well, thank, <laughs> that was very brave of you. Uh, move along. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. Okay, can can you do that again, but without your shirt on? <laughs> shirt on? No, wait, but that, that would be, can you please do that again with your shirt off? I thought that's what I said. For your feet. Without oh, your, you without said, your shirt you on. Your shirt on. I thought you were, uh, yeah. I didn't know what <laughs> I thought you were talking about the hot pants bartender uh, guy. Yeah. Oh, I was kind of thinking that direction. Oh, all right. <laughs> that was I was throwing back to something that was only in my head. <laughs> <laughs> that would be horrible. Could you imagine going to a strip club and saying, could you do that again, but with your clothes on? <laughs> I'm not saying these are hard times, but. <laughs> these are really these are not hard times. Keep these put some clothing on. Bump. Thank you. We'll be here all week. Oh, good lord! Could you even imagine? That'd be horrible. Well, I guess it wouldn't be as horrible as like uh, a, a stripper that has one of those change maker things on her belt. Here, here's a dollar. Okay, here's three quarters back. <laughs> I just wouldn't know where to slide the ATM card. I don't, I don't want to know. It would be horrible. Uh, it would be I'm weird if they had a reader there. I'm not giving you my PIN number. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> You're on your own. 
Do you accept? Uh, you know, hey, you know those those girls have to have somewhere to perform too. Well, they do. Like the, the um, well, they do. But I mean, they should. Um, I mean, it's like uh, I I follow some of the uh, absinthe fairies on on uh, my uh, Instagram. Yes. Right? Um, and a lot of them are burlesque dancers. Very beautiful. They they wear their absolutely gorgeous fairy costumes. And there's this company that makes these amazing wings. Yes. For for fairies. So um and it's not red uh, Bull. <laughs> they'll, they, they they'll probably red pay Bull for them. Wings, <laughs> yeah, they'll know. pay for them. I don't know. If you about a red if you have a Red Bull tattoo, maybe they'll they'll, they'll give you wings. But um so um the the one in particular I'm thinking about, she she dances at an absinthe themed bar. Right. And of course the bar is now closed. And so she started, uh, what do do you call it? Um, Uh, cam girl. Well, no, well, it's, it's basically, it's, it's that, um, that service where you, you can tip people online for doing things and, and, and they use it for all sorts of stuff, not just cam girl stuff. Oh, I don't know. God, I, I'm blanking on the name. Patreon. I could not remember the name Patreon, but that's what I was trying to remember. Patreon. Thank you. Back to the show. Um, I mean, even science programs use it where you could donate to the show or to a podcast or whatever. Right. And then the more you donate, the the extra access you get to certain things. Well, apparently, and this has been going on a while, but apparently a lot of these girls, including the one that I'm following has have moved over to that. And that's how they're making money. And I, I do have to admit that I have not gone and viewed said thing because I just don't want to look at girls who are young enough to be my children. Yes. It's just not for me. All right. But if I did, I'd be viewing her and donating to her cause. Well, you know, and, uh, I, th- I think if uh, if strippers ever decide to accept cryptocurrency, it would have to be called Buttcoin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how long was that brewing in Thank your head? Thank you. Uh, about five <laughs> minutes ago, I'm sitting there going, that was good. I'm, wait- I'm waiting for an intro. I'm waiting for an intro. <laughs> as, you know, as is Dan's way. Either that or Titcoin. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> okay, you. I, I have to Google this now. Um, yes. Actually, you know what? We're, we are uh, coming up on the one-hour mark. All right. And well, I do I do need to go because I have to uh, run get prescriptions for Becky's mother. Oh, yes. Okay, well, that is very important. So yeah. let us go ahead and sign off. Yes, um, and... And you can uh, tip us in Buttcoin if you'd like. If you like, <laughs> I don't know whether we should call Make this sure episode. Make sure you wash it first. <laughs> we, yeah, please, please do strip side down, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but I don't know whether we should call this episode Buttcoin or what was the other thing we were going to call it? Uh, quarantine's got talent. I think that's the winner. Got talent. I think that's the winner. I think that's yeah. The but but let's let's do sign off by saying hey support your favorite stripper online yeah and bartenders and well definitely your bar well definitely both and well, whatever you want if it's if your bartender happens to be a stripper at the same time uh, it'd be like a twofer. <laughs> it's a twofer yeah. and and let me just say I am not 
saying that any of my favorite bartenders do that. <laughs> but but you're not not saying that they do. No, no, I am saying okay, I'm saying that. Because oh, otherwise are. I because I if, if any of them are listening, I don't want them to think that I'm saying that they do that. Not well, that there's they, anything wrong with it. No, there's there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's I, like, I know, just don't want to offend my friends. That's all. <laughs> well, you're, you're, I mean, here's the deal. It's like you know what? Uh, it's getting to the point where I'm about ready to start selling uh, nude pictures of myself for five dollars and uh, twenty five dollars if I don't send you a picture. <laughs> well, my my girlfriend was joking about uh, some friend of hers who actually makes a good living sen- selling her panties. I've heard of that. <laughs> so, I so she think- was like, well, you know what? If I'm laid off, I do have a lot of panties. <laughs> I'm just thinking I I'm like, go for really, it, girl. Go for it, girl. I, I couldn't do that. That would be, uh, I wouldn't want people's addresses who'd want my panties. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, you know, to me, that I'm 60, maybe I could sell my used depends uh, <sighs> to uh, the people who like senior citizens crowd. That oh, really would, oh. and that really would uh, be accepted by Buttcoin. <laughs> Breaking news that won't do anybody any good by the time they listen to this. Radical Effect Brew Works, my favorite brewery uh, in, in town here, is during doing curbside fills between 1 and 4 today, which means it's they're doing it now. So I'm going to wrap this up and head over there and get a growler. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. And, of course, as always, we appreciate you tuning in and uh, giving us a listen uh, to Jerry and I just ramble on like we're at a bar drinking. Yeah. Which is kind of like what we're doing because we're not really at a bar, but we are drinking occasionally. And uh, w- uh, during the, during these times of uncertainty, please remember to be nice to each other, to do the right thing, and stay home if you can. And make sure that you wear a face mask. Do not go out and congregate in large groups. Um, and uh, certainly, uh, by all means, if you are sick, just stay the hell home, please. Oh, I was going to tell you, I talked to someone who actually went through the whole thing. And he's okay. But it was not fun. I'll just put it that way. Good. Anyway, um, U.S. Bartenders Guild, um, USBG foundation.org you could donate and or uh, try to get money from them depending on your situation Uh, you could give us a call at 203-450-6375 if you want to participate in quarantine's got talent yes Uh, or you could use the anchor.fm app to voice message us directly you can do that too via their website as long as you're not using the apple safari browser it doesn't work for some reason Works with Chrome and Firefox just fine. Also, remember to visit our webpage at absinthepodcast.com and or follow us on social media, the links to which you can find on that website. Thanks again, and remember to stay absinthe-minded. Sante! And there you go. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. You, you usually fill in at the end. Oh, do I throw something at the end? Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, 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 absolute the end <laughs> oh my god I, I didn't know i was cut off guard again i, I wasn't I'm I did, sorry i, I, I had that all prepared so that i just like oh do you try oh, to, I, i'm trying to be professional but. uh drink safe ladies and gentlemen yes <laughs> dot com i'm sorry I, I keep on i keep on stealing the last word go ahead you and do, say you something keep saying, well no you don't i don't have to have the last word it, no it you mean, should have that you you should have the last word and then i won't the say anything word? uh yes uh, 
Uh, that's all I got. <laughs> that's all I got, man. I got nothing. I got. I, I've been spending myself. I need a five-minute recuperation time to come back. With something.